Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by two of the boys today, Matt and Thacker. And today, we've got a half-baked episode for you. It's uh, just in line and theme with the game we're talking about, Mario Strikers Battle League. Another sports first-party Nintendo title that, for some reason, is on sale for 60 bucks and is not worth it in the slightest. So, let's go ahead, that, 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 that. Angry, angry, angry intro aside, that salty intro aside for me. Let's get talking about Mario Strikers Battle League. Uh, I'm not going to lie. This game, like the first, I'd say two, three hours I played it, uh, I think the gameplay of this game is actually pretty solid. It's actually pretty fun. It's It has kind of, and, and having about a little over ten hours with the game now, it has kind of the feel of a complex game, even though it can unfortunately be boiled down to literally just passing back and forth, back and forth until you have an open shot. Um, But the gameplay, I feel like, is really, really smooth in this game. I I know that, like, I don't think that any of the three of us had high expectations for this game. This game was kind of like Switch Sports, where we didn't really have high expectations for it, but first-party Nintendo game, we expected it to at least be fun. Uh, Matt, we'll start with you. Give me your honest impression, your honest first impressions of uh, of this game. Um, so I'm going to tell you this right now. I did high, high, have high expectations. Okay, you had game. high expectations. I didn't know that. I did. Didn't I know did that because Mario Strikers Charged on the Wii was a incredible game. That's also one of the most highly like uh, rated um, games on the Wii. Mario Strikers Charged was um, one of those games that you, you played. It was so much fun. The multiplayer was so much fun. The online play was was great and this was back on the wii so and on top of that with next level games being the developer because they're the ones who developed the one on uh uh, both of the ones on the one on the gamecube and then the one on the wii they developed these games so seeing them come back to develop this game i thought that this was going to be the next evolution like the next step in here and the gameplay is is like is as great as it's always been with some new additional um additional mechanics here but um it just it fell flat for me um the g- gameplay wise like i said it's it's a fun game like when you're playing the um i guess the campaign or whatever you're, you're just doing the, the uh well you are being cups. you are being very generous calling the cup battles a campaign <laughs> you are being yeah, very I mean, very yeah, generous there's no, campaign. there's no campaign here it's just randomly thrown cups with like uh, different types of, of, of teams that you go up against some to specialize in speed uh specialized power specialized in, in um and uh in, in doing tricks and uh the and technique, also passing yeah. technique and all that so i mean for the most part that that was fun and then you know after you do all of the cups and you're just kind of like well i mean what's next you know you can grind for more uh for more coins to buy the gear which is you know they added a new customization option so you can increase the stats of your of your players which i i think is great i mean it could definitely use more gear types because i think there's only what five there's only i think there's four or five i don't know exactly how many and there's not the game starts with five after you beat the cups the first go around then yeah. it unlocks the um, samurai set, and so by that expectations, it probably drops a different set after each completion of the uh, each five. Yeah, okay. I mean maybe, but I think that like that's another example where this game kind of just came out half baked. Like yeah. even you have the gear customization, but it's not all that deep. Like you, like you, more often than not, end up investing in like 
one or two like skills per striker, yeah. and the rest are kind of just like thrown to hell. Yeah. Like I know um, on, on my Rosalina, for example, like she's got like a twenty-one out of twenty-five shooting, like fifteen out of twenty-five speed. Everything else is like five and below. Like yeah, I it's 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 very very shallow. Yeah. I, I do like the fact that the initially that they do try to balance it out with each characters and that if you do prefer to have certain stats, like if you prefer to have a team that's nothing but strength, that each character has the potential to be in that class based off of what gear that you have equipped to it. I thought that was a really cool addition and it switches it kind of yeah. uh, switches up your game style. Um, but once you do all of that stuff and then you're just kind of, you know, looking at the game, like, what do I do next? Because... There's no new modes here. There's no there's no modes whatsoever. There's just, you know, play online with your friends or just play, you know, the cups. Yeah. You realize just how sh- the internet is and you're kind of like, well, I don't even want to play online with my friends because there's some weird issues going on. You're just looking yeah. at you're just looking at a game that is starving for more content. Yeah, I I'm with you on that. I think that Thacker, I'm going to let you go into this a little bit. I think that like there's positives in this game. But the unfortunate thing is that they're kind of few and far between. I remember we were kind of planning for this episode. We were like, all right, let's like look for the most positive things we can say about this. And Thacker, I know you talked about one thing that I think all three of us can agree that we like. The game really does reward you for playing a balanced team. It's not going to reward you for playing a team that's all speed, all strength, all technique, all shooting. You really do need balance in order to be successful in this game. Oh yeah, uh, the game the game balances really well. Um, I think the only issue with the balancing is on the computer's point of view, because um, you have during the Cubs, which each cup being a different technique that they're looking for or that they're they're looking to base the cup around. There's one cup that is literally you're going against a team that has three toads and a Rosalina. Yeah, like. <laughs> What? <laughs> like, how is that fair? Uh, like, for real. And for the most part, that is probably the only unfairness with the balancing. Other than that, the balancing is great. Um, we found one issue that we had with it when you kind of focus all your efforts around one character. Um, Rusty with Rosalina, me with Waluigi, and Matt with uh, Player 2. Luigi. Um, <laughs> but with that, um, <clears throat> we found out real quick that in the Striker Cup League, it's a lot harder to have a balanced team when you have those three characters and no power. Because your fourth character, if you don't have a fourth person in the league with you, is a completely random person. Yeah, it's a completely or, random striker. Yeah, like we got yeah. Toad once. Matt, when we played earlier this week, we got Peach, I know, one time. I think we got Mario once. Like, yeah. we have zero like, strength strikers, and we've had yet to see one randomly get matched up with us. Yeah. Yeah, and there's, but and the thing is, Nintendo does it well with their drip feeding. We're <laughs> going to get more characters eventually, but right now there's only three power hitters, being Bowser, Donkey Kong, and Wario. Yeah. So, I mean, the great game has great balancing on everything except for mainly the leagues. Yeah. Because if you're playing for a campaign, the closest thing to it you're going to get is the Cubs, like Matt said. 
But other than that, there's not really much else for it. So the other Me big too. the other big issue I have, and I'm sorry to cut you off there, Tacker, because that kind of leads yeah. into another issue is the online play. Like Ooh, the, on, the online play is brutal, dude. It is it's very rough. And as all three of us have seen now multiple times with Nintendo first party games, Nintendo can't figure out online play, and it is infuriating that they can't because Super Mario Maker 2 had online play. I don't know if anybody else remembers that here but me, but it was unplayable. It was I remember. It was unplayable. Mario Golf seemed like a step in the right direction. It was a little convoluted how you had to get everybody in, but it was still possible and it wasn't all that bad. It wasn't too laggy. There were still moments of lag for sure, but it wasn't like as bad as Super Mario Maker 2. Then you get to this game and the latency is all over the place. Like, I'd like to believe that I have good internet. I know y'all like to believe. Y'all have good internet. I've seen what each of our internets has, you know, when you look at as far as how much it's putting down. And 35 down is typically the basis for having smooth gameplay online. That's not asking a lot for internet. In fact, 90% of people have internet that is better than that. But I don't think we had a single match that we got through with zero lag and with zero latency. Like Thacker, the first game me and you played together, we beat a kid 11 to 2. Mainly because I think oh, that kid, to I th- no, it was eleven. It was eleven to two. Uh, it was only eleven, but uh, it like I think the kid gave up halfway through it. Like we got up six to two, and I think he just gave up because he stopped trying at that point. Um, yeah. But even then, like there were latency issues, and it, it just happened that we got lucky. It just happened that we got lucky, and that we were up by enough goals, and that that kid gave up, and that we it didn't really affect us. Every other match we played outside of that. It's either, okay, there's bad latency for the other player, or there's bad latency for us, and it affects the score in a big way. And these games that are 2-1 to one or 3-2 to two end up being 6-1, to 6-2 to two because of terrible, terrible internet connections. And it goes deeper than, than just that. Someone tell me why this is a 4v4 soccer game. Why can you and three other friends not play on the same team? Outside of one very convoluted jerry-rigged system that I'm about to run y'all through now in case y'all haven't heard of this. This is, I'm probably not even going to explain this right. That's how convoluted this is. You have to (laughs) pair two switches together in the same house locally. You have to pair them together. And then you have to have two other friends do the same thing. And then all four of you can play together. That is Unless, that is horrific. Uh, that is, is uh, let me, this is horrific. That's horrific. Like there are games on the Switch that have multiplayer. How did Splatoon's multiplayer as a multiplayer game? How did Splatoon work so well? Like I question that every day that I see games like these get put out by Nintendo. How did Splatoon two work? How is Splatoon three gonna work? Like yeah. I think about that. I'm like, how are these games gonna work? When that's the only way to play with more than just one other friend, unless you count playing 2v2. But again, you want to play on the same team as your friends. You don't want to just play against them. It, it seems like Nintendo at this point, and this is this episode's going to go from being just about strikers to being about a deeper, deeper issue that we kind of hit on in our Switch Sports video. Or video, shit, we're audio. Our, uh, our, Switch, our Switch Sports episode. <laughs> It's going to touch on, it's going to take that point a little bit deeper, but there's a real, real issue here that Nintendo has with their online play. 
And I'm to the point where I believe they do not care about it. There's no, no and there's no way you can convince me that they do. That's just what I think. What do y'all think? Honestly, it's one of those where, like, Nintendo has always had an issue with at least their, like, what they tried to make their big first-party game with when it comes to multiplayer. The only time you ever really get it down right with them is when it's nothing but a multiplayer game, such as Splatoon, like you've said. And the thing is, if you notice, every time that we talk about a Nintendo game that has online, we end up hitting this topic again every time. But until it's fixed, unfortunately, we're going to keep doing it because Nintendo does... I agree with you, Rusty. Nintendo does not have the right mindset for online gaming or multiplayer unless it is couch co-op. Yeah, Nintendo's history when it comes to multiplayer has always been you know, people playing in the same room. And I mean, that was definitely seen with the Wii when that brought in like the casual, uh, the casuals to gaming. Um, and it's, it's such a frustrating thing because Nintendo is the, one of the most love them, hate them companies yeah. on the planet. Like, I mean, Microsoft has its issues, but at least you can see what they're trying to do. And plus on top of that, like they really did start the giant like gaming on like online boom that has, has come with consoles that, you know, PlayStation has adopted that Nintendo's still trying to this day to like really figure it out. Like, I mean, go, going based off of the past, you, you're right. Splatoon just have fantastic multiplayer, but at the same time, they still did things that just made no sense. Like, um, they alternated maps. Like you could, when you're playing online, you could only choose between two, like it randomly two maps were chosen and you had to wait several hours for those to rotate. It was just really weird. They never did have, um, when it came to like teaming up with your friends on that game as well, they it was it was impossible to really get into a team with your friend. And on top of that, we're talking about the same company who their solution when the Switch came out to voice chat was to release an app on your phone and then use it to call your friends and you could basically join what's like a Discord but like on your uh, yeah. on the Nintendo app. Like, why couldn't we just plug in a headset into our Switch? It has a, a headphone jack, which now luckily that they have introduced, um, you know. You were able to use Bluetooth compatibility. Yeah, I'm about to say, that's what I was also going to say Bluetooth as well. You've that's been yeah. introduced now as well. So there's other like solutions to that. Yeah, but if um, unless the company who's like whatever game they're developing with the multiplayer input like specifically you know does something for voice chat, whereas Nintendo does not. Like I said, Nintendo is only using their app for voice chat. None of their games actually has a, a like appropriate like a proper voice chat system. And the same thing with the Switch. Why why can't we get in a party on our freaking Switch? Because they care about couch co-op, and that's it. And that like you know you, you you hate you hate for the answer to be I don't want to say simplified or oversimplified, but that's pretty much like the answer that Thacker gave is that you know they care about couch co-op first, and that's a problem, man. Because that's one of the biggest parts of gaming today is gaming online with your friends. You mentioned Xbox and Microsoft were really the first ones to pioneer that. Obviously, that came to a head with. Uh, COD with Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, that was one of the first big examples of an online multiplayer game along with like, you know, League of Legends, World of Warcraft, games like that. Like that online community, that is what gamers love. A lot of gamers love playing online with their friends. And yet Nintendo, this company that is built around having fun first party games, you look at Legend of Zelda, you look at Mario, Kirby, you look at all of their first party, Smash Brothers, all of their first party titles, and yet... 
they can't get the online part of it right. And it seems like, like I said, it seems like they almost don't want to. seems like they don't care enough to. Now, I'm going to transition from that to another issue that I saw. There was a great video on YouTube. I've referenced beat-em-ups several, several times on this on this podcast. I'll reference him again on this one. He made a great video kind of talking about this problem in depth. We talked last time about Nintendo Switch Sports about how Nintendo's bad history, their ugly history with drip-feeding content. And if you, it's possible now to take that even a step further. It's not just drip feeding content on their games. Period. They're mainly doing it on their sport titles. They're primarily doing it on their first party sports titles. Uh, there are four that have come out since the Switch came. That there have been four really big first party sports games that have come out from Nintendo since the Switch's launch, and they are Mario Tennis Aces, Mario Golf Super Rush, Nintendo Switch Sports. Mario Strikers Battle League. All four of those games had the problem of day one, there not being enough content, and the cheapest game in that group of four is Nintendo Switch Sports that you can get for $40 if you don't, like if you already have a leg strap. You don't have a leg strap, you're spending $50 on it. And I guarantee you, most people probably didn't have the leg strap. I would wager that a lot of people didn't have the leg strap, actually. Yeah, I would wager that's probably true. Yeah. The other three games are $60. I can tell you safely, Mario Tennis Aces, got it for Christmas. I'm thankful that my parents got it for me. I've enjoyed it. It's a fun game. It ain't worth $60. Not at all. And I'm glad to know that my parents did not spend that because it was on sale. Uh, <laughs> Battle Strike, Battle League, it's, it's obviously not worth $60 because there's not even a campaign. At least in Mario Golf... While it didn't have enough content to justify $60, in my opinion, they at least gave you a story mode. Yep. At least gave you a campaign that you could play through that would probably take you roughly 8 to 10 hours. They still at least tried to give you that. There was effort made. Hell, Mario Tennis Aces had this had a similar thing. It just wasn't as fleshed out. It wasn't. It was very light on the RPG, more heavy on it being a Mario game. Mario Golf was more of an RPG, crazy enough to call that call Mario game an RPG. <laughs> but but that's more of what Mario Golf was. And there's a deeper issue here with Nintendo's first-party sports games. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild was in development for years. Mario Odyssey was in development for years. These were not games that were made in a year and were half-baked at launch. These are two of the greatest titles in Switch in the Switch's lifespan. Same with Smash Brothers. Yes, there's maybe some drip feeding, but how many characters did that game launch with? 70? Something roughly like that. I mean, shit. I mean, shit. It launched with more than enough to justify doing a couple character character passes. It justified that. Smash Brothers Ultimate is 100% worth 60. Breath of the Wild's worth 60. Mario Odyssey, 100% is worth 60. Then you look at other Nintendo first-party releases. Look at a game like Fire Emblem Three Houses. That is a 50- to 60-hour game if you focus on just the main story and do no side activities. A 50- to 60-hour game if you do no side activities. That's a lot of content on day one. That is a lot of content available. there, And there are other first-party Switch titles. We talked about Kirby and the Forgotten Lands. That one had enough content at launch, in my opinion. Had enough yeah. replayability oh, yeah. to justify that price tag. So why in the hell are the sports titles the ones that are getting half-baked? Even 2K and Madden don't do that shit. 
Like I know, oh, I know it's popular to hate Madden as a sports fan. I know it is popular to hate Madden, but at least the games don't typically come out half baked, and you know what you're getting when you get them. Mario Strikers, you have endless creativity for what you can do with that game. Mario Golf, endless creativity for what you can do. Same thing with Tennis Aces. Same thing with Switch Sports. You have all this creative freedom, and you do nothing with it. You just kind of say, eh. We'll just put out a half-baked game. They're going to buy it anyways. Who gives a shit? That's the attitude it comes off with. That is the attitude it comes off with. So my rant aside, I want to know what both of you feel like that. Feel about that. Thacker, I'll start with you. Uh, what What do you think? Do you believe the same? Am I tripping? Like, you tell me. The being a half-baked title? About this, the Switch <laughs> sports, uh, first-party sports titles from the Switch in general. Look. I might not be the biggest Nintendo Switch fan, especially because the both of y'all got yours a lot sooner than I did, and it took me starting my current job to get one. Yeah. But at the same time, the Switch is great. Their sports games are just ass. Because honestly, like, when they ported over Madden or 2K to the Switch... Dude, everyone thought that game would be perfect for the Switch because it's mobile, everything like that. Now, I'll tell you now, my store is sitting on probably like 12 copies of it. Uh, of what game? Repeat that for me. 2K. Yeah, 2K, 2K does not run well on the Switch, but I mean, at least it comes with all the content day one. Exactly. Yeah. But still, Nintendo first-party uh, sports games are severely lacking when it comes to content because Nintendo's notorious for the drip feed. It sucks. There either needs to be a balance to it to where they are giving us everything at once with future DLC or they need to put everything out and tell everyone, hey, the game has a campaign. It's has this and everything if you would like more characters do what the fuck smash bros did and create a pass for it to where you get more characters nintendo needs to honestly if anything with these sports games should probably make like a season's pass or something to where a that brings in more revenue for them and b it also allows them to drop characters when they want with people actually having that season's pass to be able to get those characters when they drop instead of unfortunately have to wait until God knows when for more characters. Like, are we like, guys, we're still waiting on more sports for Nintendo sports. Yeah. 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 Like seriously, Rusty, how long did it take for uh, Mario golf to actually get more content? Uh, I think it was three months, three to four months. It, it took it took quite a bit of time. Like I remember, it came out when me and Matt went and visited Kyle in Utah, uh, and then there was an event in August that announced that Ninji was getting added to it. Yeah. Or am I pronouncing? Am I pronoun- First of all, am I, am I pronouncing that right, Matt? Or am I am I saying that name right or no? You are. You're good. Okay. I had no. I I have no idea because I'd never heard of that character. Again, sue, sue me, Nintendo fans. I don't know that much. I'm not, <laughs> I don't have. I don't have the deep following with Nintendo that I should. I know. I'm uncultured. But, <laughs> but, but I mean, like, but like, but they, they they announced that in like 
August and it came out in like October, something yeah. like that. And, and see, yeah. like that's the thing. Nintendo doesn't give any details of when their next yeah. content is coming out unless you're an inside source at Nintendo because we don't know anything. The fans don't know anything. Three months' time, that's usually about the time where a game like popularity dies. Yeah. Because at that point, you literally are like, hey, we're going to drop this game. Three months later, we're going to drop DLC. But within those three months, you have other games coming out that aren't just your first party games. You have other things coming out. And besides, between that and everything else, most people have already traded the, that game in for the next game that they want. Why are we still doing this, Nintendo? Come on. Yeah, let me, I'm going to speak as someone who has played just about the majority of the sports games on previous Nintendo systems. The magic that comes from playing these games and starting off with like a lower number of characters to start off with is when you're playing a campaign, for example, in Mario... Um, Mario Super Sluggers on the GameCube. Yeah. Um, you started off with so many minimum characters, but you play the campaign, and eventually you're unlocking characters like Diddy Kong, um, Bowser Jr., heck, even King, uh, King K. Rule, Dixie Kong. Like, Nintendo actually had a more expanded roster. And this is even seen in the audience. Like, you look in the audience in this game, it's just Shy Guys, and all the other previous ones had, like, the characters from Super Mario Sunshine, Mario um, 64. Like, they had other characters. Plus, uh, playable characters in some of these past sports games were just, like, primarily like, enemies like Goombas, Koopas, Hammer Bros. Like, they actually put thought into their characters. But now when you look at the roster for uh, this, this game here... You're just seeing like Mario, Luigi, Rosalina, Peach, Bowser, Wario, Waluigi, and Donkey Kong, and Yoshi, um, and that's 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 about it. And it's just really like like Nintendo has such an expanded number of characters, especially in the Mario universe that they can use. Like obviously, you see Donkey Kong, which means that they have access to using Donkey Kong characters. Like Diddy Kong would be would fit this game great. So would Bowser Jr. Daisy is missing on day one, which is a yep. lot of the fandom is not happy about that right now. But I mean, let's be honest here. Rosalina's slowly taking over Daisy's spot anyway. <laughs> I mean, you're not right. Mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. You're right about that. Like, where was Daisy in Super Mario 3D World? I mean, Rosalina's playable in that game. Um, but like, you also have like another character that got introduced and in, um, that's been, I think, in both Mario Tennis Aces and in Mario Golf was uh, Paulina. Yeah, Paulina from, yeah, from Odyssey. Yeah. So, so it's so it's one of those where it's like there are a lot of characters that are just kind of left on the cutting room floor here, and it makes no sense. Like, where is Diddy Kong if you're gonna have Donkey Kong? Like, you're Nintendo. It doesn't have to make sense, but you could literally throw Link into this game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You threw him into Mario Kart. He's in Smash Brothers. Like, you could throw him. You could put Star Fox into this game. You could throw whoever you wanted into this game, and you wouldn't have to explain it in the slightest. I'll give you another Mario character. Why is Boo not playable? Yeah, I would love to see Boo or at least King Boo. Like, why Why? Why is there not, like, a Shy Guy or a Koopa Troopa option? Like, or, or hell, even, like, a Goomba. Yeah, like, there are, there are so many characters that you kind of just left on the cutting room floor, and you said, nah, we'd rather just release it with less content. Like... If you would just put, like, four or five more characters in and added a very, very brief, like, story mode, 
we wouldn't be bitching about this. We wouldn't be complaining. We'd be saying, you know what? They, they, they gave us a decent amount of content. Yeah, they're still going to add more down the line, but at least they didn't just give us nothing. No, like, you didn't try. The effort was not made in this game. And it sucks because I feel like the gameplay could really shine, but it's being overshadowed by the lack of content around it. That's an oxymoron, if you've ever heard one. Being <laughs> overshadowed by the lack of something not, by something not being there. Yeah. But it really feels like effort was not made with this. It feels like it feels like the bare minimum was done. They threw it on the shelves and and it's, you know, I will tell you right now, and Thacker in a few weeks maybe we can do an episode where we revisit this. It would not surprise me if a bunch of people started bringing this game back. Started trading yeah. it in because there are other games. You got a game like Xenoblade Chronicles 3, Splatoon 3, these are going to be coming out soon. It would not shock me in the slightest if people traded this game in. We just got done doing an episode on The Quarry, a game that, you know, to be fair, is like 11 hours long in one playthrough. I paid 70 for that, and I thought that I, my money was much better spent on that than it was Strikers, if you want just complete honesty. Uh, Mario Strikers honestly, battling... Do you want one? Go ahead. You, you just said that in a couple months, somebody's going to be bringing that game back. Dog, it's already happened. Yeah, like it's already happening. People are already sick of it. That long, and somebody already brought it back. And when I told them I could give them thirty dollars for it, they dead ass were like, "That's fine. The game's not even worth that." Yeah, it's I, it's. I'll tell I you this. That, I was like, "Ouch." I'll tell you this, y'all want to know the one thing that's like keeping me from not taking this game back yet? Besides playing online with y'all, because the few times I have played online with y'all and it's worked, it's been fun. But yep. the one thing that is keeping me from not taking this game back tomorrow is because it, I, feel, I would feel embarrassed personally to get a game and then two weeks later bring it back and, and then be like... and Because the person obviously game has to be like, oh, what, what are you trading it in? Like, why are you trading it I don't want to sit there and go, well, because I kind of regret buying it to begin with. <laughs> I don't want to say that. I, there's part of me that's like, I would be embarrassed to say that. And I don't want to, like, it's, it's bad. Like, believe it or not, GameStop employees hear that all the time. I believe it. I believe like, that. Fuck. I just wish that Nintendo, and I hope that they listen to some criticism. I know they're not going to, because if they haven't done it at this point, they're not going to ever. It's just how business works. I am to the point though where Nintendo, if you're gonna make these, if you're gonna, if these sports games are gonna continue, I'm just gonna be the one that says it. Stop fucking making them. Stop making them. There's stick just, to just stick to Pokemon, stick to Zelda, stick to the mainline Mario games, stick to your first party mainline games, and, and I guess party games here and there. I mean, even as a party game, these sports games are not passing as that. We said that Switch Sports did. Um, I will fully go back on my word on what I said about that. Uh, it does not qualify as a good party game. Mario Party Superstars is a fantastic party game. The Jackbox games are great party games. These games are not. Nintendo, please do better. That is all I'm going to say as a sports fan that enjoys this game. That's where I'm going to leave it. That's what we're going to call the episode. This has been Submission. You know where to follow us on Twitter, Submission Pod. You can follow us if you'd like. These two never tweet. I tweet too much. It's a balancing factor. It's a palate cleanser. 
But hey, I'm <laughs> I know. Like we, we y'all don't hardly ever post. Kyle don't ever hardly post. At least I don't see it. Thank God. Um, but <laughs> that is going to do it for this episode of Side Mission. Follow us on Twitter, like I just said. For Matt, for Thacker, I'm Rusty Allen. Thanks for listening. <laughs>